This is uh, special for me, not least because you are one of the greatest servants we've ever had. Um, I was privileged to be at your testimonial in 05, still have the program back home. But you're also live with us now from a country that's very special to me. Um, I've, uh, I've had the pleasure to work in South Africa uh, a couple of times and um, I love the place. And so from the townships of Soweto to the, the hearts of every Leeds fan, uh, from fighting valiantly against apartheid on the streets to being hailed as Nelson Mandela's hero, from narrowly escaping death after a shooting to winning the African Cup of Nations and captaining the South African national team to their first ever World Cup. It is Leeds legend, Captain the Chief, Lucas Radaby. How about that? Yes. Wow, well, that's amazing. That's embarrassing <laughs> for me though. <laughs> I'm blushing. <laughs> what an amazing introduction. Honestly, there's, he put so much into that. It was perfect, Matty. This is perfect intro, my brother. This is so exciting. Wow. I'm so excited for this, man. No, that's proper. That's proper. Thanks, man. I never heard that before. You know, I feel like crying now. Eh? Getting a bit well, emotional. Do you know what? Obviously, like having watched you play and and been such a fan as a kid, like I I in prep for this, I went back and I just sort of had a look through your life, and I was on your website and reading your life story and stuff, and I'm just like, what. What a man. Like every 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 time I, I read a new bit, I was like, what? How is this the same guy that's 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 done all this and done it all with this this big gold smile on his face? I just think it's so amazing. Um so Lucas, how are you right now? How are you? Oh yeah, yeah. I'm 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 great. I mean uh, I mean seeing you guys seeing that crest on your chest, man, it's absolutely amazing. And I see Jermaine there, you know, uh it brings back memories, you know what I mean? So so, 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 yeah, I'm looking forward to this. I mean, uh, so excited, especially with the club doing so well. Exactly. And that's, that's something, do you know what? We'll get all the, the football side of things. We'll get the football chat out of the way first and foremost. Then we're going to delve yeah. deeper into, into you, who you are outside of football, because that person for me is, is a, a really, it's somebody that I, I genuinely look up to and I see so much in you and so much in the work that you do and you put into it's, it just fills me with so much confidence that I'm able to do that and that everybody else can do something similar themselves as well, you know? So let's get the football stuff out of the way first and foremost, and then we'll, we'll delve deeper into that. So first and foremost, I know Matty and I were having a discussion earlier on um, about your transfer to Leeds United and how it came about. And there were a couple of moving parts um, that that were that were involved in in your initial move to Leeds United, what happened and how did it come about? Yeah, uh, I think uh, it was a year when um, uh, I played for for Kaiser Chiefs in 1994. I remember. I mean, I was doing was doing so well. I think you know Kaiser Chiefs is one of the biggest clubs here in 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 South Africa. You know, where, but. It wasn't as big, you know, as the Premier League. I mean, uh, we were like part timers, sort of, and uh, and obviously, I mean, we had we were having good players, you know, at, at the club, and at that time, I don't see a career in football, to be honest, uh, especially looking at where I come from, you know, uh, in Soweto, uh, in Deep Kloof. but uh, football. For us, it was an escape from poverty and uh, escape from violence and crime. So, so, so 
when I when I got that opportunity to go play for Leeds United, obviously those days we didn't have a exposure, you know, to to teams like Leeds. I mean, there was bigger clubs. There was uh, the other club that was red, and yeah. <laughs> you know, we, we, we don't say that club on this one unless we don't, we're taking no, a we don't, we, we don't mention the name. <laughs> we don't mention the name. And yeah. and we had uh, we had people like uh, clubs like Arsenal, you know, that were were known. You know, our the Kaiser Chiefs boss told me about the interest, you know, uh, in Europe. I mean, it was brilliant. I didn't make the fuss out of it, or, to be honest, because I would, for me, it, it I would wait until it happens. And then, it will, you know, and, and, and to be honest, in a nutshell, that's the times we lived in. You know, you believe things when you see them happening. And to be honest, when that, when that opportunity came, uh, I remember, you know, he called me, Saying that you know there's a clubs that are interested, but he's waiting for 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 a proper a deal. I think he was waiting for a proper deal, you know. Uh, and uh, obviously there was Leeds United, uh, but but I think for me to get to go to Leeds, they were not really looking for 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 me. I think they were looking for for, for a striker. So they they were coming to see a film a singer. Uh, and I remember Jeff Slate, who was the chief scout for Leeds United, came to 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 South Africa to watch. Uh, uh, firstly, I think he came to watch South Africa versus uh, Australia, and I wasn't playing. Phil were playing, and they were impressed with Phil. And uh, somebody would have alluded them about me, and they they couldn't watch me play because. Obviously, I was I was I was prone of injuries. I was like injury prone, you know. And yeah, yeah. until they decided to bring me in, you know, I was thinking, you know what, bring him in. He might as well serve as a babysitter for Phil, you know, just to wait to to help Phil settle <laughs> settle. So, so. But uh, to be honest, it was a, a for me it was a great opportunity, and uh, doesn't matter how it came, you know. Uh, for me, just. You know, I took the opportunity in both hands, which when I went through a hard time as well, you know, making it uh, at Leeds United. Mm. It's absolutely fascinating in terms of the trajectory that your career took. Um, I mean, you touched on some stuff there. Um, I think it's probably quite hard for some of our younger listeners um, to appreciate um, South Africa at, at the time, you know, when you were growing up, going through the apartheid era, South Africa being banned from playing on the on the national stage um, in, in in all sport. I mean, what what was it like? I mean, you, you mentioned what Diep Kloof is that is that right? The, where you, where Diep Kloof, yeah, up? that's where I come from. Yeah. Um, so you know, we are playing football there, and you said it was an escape from the from the violence and 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 whatnot. But you could never have dreamed that it was a path to to international glory. You know. Where I come from, I come from a, a, a big family, ten siblings. You know, wow. with, uh, on, coming from a four-room house. You know, obviously there was a lot of competition there. You know, uh, we were competing for sleeping places. You know, dinner <laughs> table. You know, plates. Wow. Dinner plates. You know, and I think that's how that's how it started. To be honest, uh, and uh, and then and then playing in the streets of of Soweto again. You know, for us, it was just a hobby. You know, it was mm-hmm. just to pass time, you know, uh, but not realizing the talent that's there. 
uh, to be honest, until, you know, uh, uh, obviously elders in our township, there's guys who are older than us, you know, who will always bring us, uh, just form a team, and then we just play, you know, we, we challenge, possibly we bat a little bit, you know, uh, whether it's chewing gum or whether it's it's a few quid, <laughs> you know, which 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 for us, that's what we did. We will play, you know, the whole day, you know, we'll play from school. And we used to get a lot of punishment from our parents because to be honest, the way <laughs> the streets were so dangerous, you know, where uh, it shouldn't get dark while you on the uh, out, out out outside the yard. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. so 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 by the time you come home, you know you're dirty. Your shoes are messed up. You know you get a luck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and 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 that's how I think we grew up. You know, uh, in the township, very populated township. You know, uh, never know what could happen. I had a lot of friends who who died without even realized, you know, uh, their careers. You know, some of them were arrested and some, you know, uh, 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 Jermaine, they were proper good footballers, very skillful, yeah. better than me, you know. But, but but they didn't have the right mindset or they, they fell into the wrong crowd. To the wrong crowd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what? And, and everything you're saying now, I, I can relate to, obviously... It, my situation wasn't as severe as yours was in terms of um, when you're younger, when you're growing up, but I grew up on a council estate and the exact same thing you're saying to me is what happened as well. Like we'd go to school, come back home and straight away we'd, we'd take our school uniform off. Sometimes we didn't even take our school uniform off. We just, we just go straight yeah, yeah. to the park and we'd play football in the park for hours and hours and hours, not even had anything to eat. And then we realized, oh no, it's getting dark. When we realized the, the street lights, when the street lights came on, every single one of the boys that were on the field, on the park, we used to say, oh no, my mom is going to kill me. My dad is going to kill me. And you just run as fast as you can to get home as quickly as you can, because you just lose track of time. It's it's a way of, of getting away from the realization. It's a, a way of just being a child and, and enjoying yourself. And it's also a, a really, really good way of keeping fit as well and keeping those close connections with your friends. Everybody stays out of trouble when you're playing football. Nobody thinks of anything negative when you play football. Yeah. It's it's a great escape, isn't oh, it? Oh, no, no, no. Absolutely. And 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 you know how it is. I think uh, uh, the the best thing that, the, the, the uh, even if you get a, a clap, you know, from a parent, yeah. but for the fact that you've been playing football, you know, at least it's worth been, it. it kept you away from... From from the violence and the crime, yeah. You you yeah. were saying that you had streetlights. We didn't have streetlights, you know. You know yeah. uh, when when we, when it's dark enough not to see the ball, then we <laughs> we, we leave. <laughs> or, 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 yeah. or sometimes it happens that you know uh, the owner of the ball takes the ball because he's been called to come home, and yeah. the game is done. It's fi it, finished. It's finished. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. but 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 it was exciting because for me, you know, growing up. You know, I realize, you know, all those things, you know, they, they've uh, carved my my character, you know, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. you know, uh, uh, especially uh, what I've actually had to come across in life. You know, you talk about uh, uh, being short. I mean, it shows how dangerous it was during the time when everybody, anybody could have a gun, you know, mm -hmm. and mm. whether... 
you have a license, you don't have a license, and and you're using it on what? And 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 I was I was one of those who who suffered, you know, that fate when when I got shot, you know, uh, uh, going to to buy uh, drinks for for my mother because she used to have a spaza shop. A spaza shop is where we stock up some drinks stock up bread and right. people around can come and buy a bread. So Similar it's a to little, a news agent or a market store. It's or, a little or, shop. It's a little shop, right, but yeah. but at home, at the like we had a, like a, a little uh, tuck shop at the back, you know. Right. Wow. Yeah, we we call it a spaza, a spaza shop. You know, right, because okay. people can go far to the shop, so they it's better to get close. You know, right, so yeah, so that's what happened. And I went to she. Uh, wow. She sent me to go buy drinks, and we we're driving. You know, uh, and then I we had a gunshot. I was with my brother and my cousin in the car. Mm-hmm. We had a gunshot, but because you know the gun the guns then especially the sound of the the guns, it was so. Normal familiar. that we thought it was yeah. like it was familiar because we thought ah it was maybe it's a firecracker, until yeah. I realized my back was on fire, wow, and wow. then and then I reached to my back and then there was blood and my <laughs> left leg went numb, and the car wow. stalled, and went straight to the hospital. You know my my brother took over, went to the hospital. Luckily. You know, because my my first question is that will I be able to continue playing football? Because right, I was still yeah. playing for Kaiser Chiefs then. Not not will I survive, but can <laughs> I keep playing football? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean. But right. wow. yeah, but that's past the environment that uh, we 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 grew up in, and I was lucky enough to uh, to have survived that. And and to be honest, you know, in my life, uh, you know, I'd I'd say that everything happened. For a reason, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. For me, I think uh, where I am today is meant uh, for me to be here. You know, uh, with everything that happened through gunshots, injuries, I always come back uh, better and stronger. Yeah, of course, stronger. Yeah, it's it's wow. it's a it's a theme that we're sort of we've sort of fallen into. Really, we we when we when we first had this idea for the podcast and we wanted to get. Um, ex-pros on uh, current pros, we, we wanted to look at the the human side of footballers. You know, we wanted to take it away from the from the sort of media trained automaton style and just speak to the actual humanity behind yeah. them. And um, we spoke to Don Matteo and uh, his story of, of working through adversity um, right now while he's, while he's fighting his battle with, with his brain with cancer. Cancer. It was just so so amazing to hear him be so positive and 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 feel and he kept saying I get better every day hmm. and I w- I was reading your story Lucas and just hearing you talk then I think that is an incredible story of adversity that you've like you've come through so many setbacks including injuries which we'll we'll get onto but to be shot and just and, and still be able to, to to go you know what I survived that. And now I'm just going to keep moving forward and, and keep getting better. And 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 you alluded to it earlier when you said all this stuff has shaped you, your survival on the streets of the of, of Soweto. And and I, I read here that you when you played for the the ICL Birds, you had your teeth kicked out in a match. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, why they look so good now. <laughs> <laughs> At least I could smile. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean. 
I, pl- I played briefly in Sunday League in Bradford and I thought that was rough, but uh, I never... <laughs> I mean, you, you've you been shaped. You've played some hard men. I mean, that must have prepared you for, for everything that was coming in, in England and Europe and all the rest. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, do you know where... where actually, when, where I took my football seriously when, uh, when I went to... It was outside South Africa... Uh, but not too far. It was an independent state. and uh, But the aim of, of going there, my parents wanted me to finish my education, which I think it was getting more violent, you know, where in Soweto. My friends, as I said, alluded earlier on, I said I had friends that got killed. Some of them got arrested. And, uh, and my parents saw that, you know, uh, uh, as an escape route for me, you know, and 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 how it came is that my brother, older brother, was better than me, far better than me, great player. He was a midfielder, uh, not a centre back, like <laughs> <laughs> you know, because for us as centre backs, we regard it as like ah, we just kick and you know, man, <laughs> no no skill, nothing. But uh, my move came about when my brother came back. And because of the harshness of the area where he was, he didn't want to go back. And my parents said, you know what? With the violence that's going on in the country, you know, um, pass one, pass all, the school are not really going on well. So they might as well take me. So they took me over to, to Buputatswana. It's the old Buputatswana. And the first thing you see there, it's small trees. It's like a desert. It's just small trees. It's cows. You know, it's boys, you know, uh, and it, it was boring. So so the only thing you do there, it's school. That's all. So I was bored at some point and I thought, I spoke to one of the, uh, 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 actually, he was a principal of the school, but there was a football, cl- a local football club. And I asked uh, the, the, the principal if I can join them just to train, just to keep busy after school. And something he, to do. Yeah, just yeah. something to do, you know, um, to pass time. And uh, to be honest, uh, uh, I've, they've agreed and I trained with them for a bit. And they said, no, but when they, at the beginning of the season, they didn't have a goalkeeper. And I went in and I said, no, fine, I'll, I'll go in goal. Whatever, <laughs> you know, <laughs> to do. If Anywhere. I, just if let I can me just play. Catch me on the field. <laughs> if I can just play. And, and, I, and I st- that's how I started. Started as a goalie. But... But still, it was still not what I wanted to do. Because obviously, you know, growing up where you're familiar with, when you walk out the door, you know your friends, you know everything, you know where it is. But yeah, there was yeah, yeah. totally nothing to do. It was absolutely boring. And and to be honest, I was on 16 years old when I when I went there. And it was it was really tough, you know, to to adapt to the environment and and and, and to be honest, once I started uh, playing football, I, and 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 there was no money involved. We were just just playing, you know, and and not thinking about a career in the game as yeah. well, you know. No, the aim just was just for the love, just for the love and the passion of the of, of of the game, you know. And the main aim was to finish my education and and have a proper career because. During those days, uh, back home, we pride ourselves or our parents were proud if 
in the household, at least there could be a doctor, there could be a nurse, a teacher. You know, forget, forget, football was never a career. And, 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 and all the time, you know, when my parents hear that I play football and I got injured from the game, you know, they, it was, they were getting closer to bringing me back, you know, just to be close to them and, and keep an eye. But, but uh, you know, uh, gladly, you know, they let, they let me be. And I've always had to ask for permission you know, when I had to to do something, I had to phone home. <laughs> when Kaiser Chiefs signed me from from ICL beds, I had to f- ask my mother, and she wouldn't she wouldn't <laughs> she wouldn't let me come back. You know, until at some point, I had, I had to promise her. Wow. I had to promise her that you know what I'll. Uh, they, I will. I will make sure I'll come back home. The club has promised to get me back to school because at that time some of the players were actually in the college. But well, I got back and that never happened. Eh? And then football was their thing. <laughs> education is key, kids. Education, education is key. key. Every exactly. parent says the same thing. Mindset the same. Everybody, every parent says the same thing about about football. You will never be a football player, but. If you do and it doesn't work out, you have to have something to fall something back on. Something to fall back on. What is exactly. that thing exactly? What is that thing going to be that you're going to fall back on? It has to be something that that's going to give you an occupation and and um, pay you well and get you out of my house. <laughs> exactly, especially if you, if you're ten of us at home, you can imagine. Yeah, of <laughs> with course. ten siblings, that's a know? big food bill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but it was brilliant. I think most of us played sports anyway. And uh, and uh, I, I was one of I was the only one who really succeeded, you know, in in in, in mm. playing sport at this level. So let, hold on, let, let let me ask you a question then. Yeah. Um. So your very first, so you you you're playing for the Kaiser Chiefs. You're doing really well. You've got the 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 shout from Leeds United. Leeds United want to sign you. And then obviously you're like, right, well, this is great. This is amazing. But I'll believe it when I see it, as we we briefly mentioned before. What was it like when you were sitting in uh, where were you Thorpe Arch or or um, Ellen Road, where you sit down and you it, it's actually that moment is coming to reality. Your dream is coming to reality. You're sitting there. You see the contract in front of you. You see it's for however many years. You see um, how much it's going to change your life, your family's life. What was that moment like? Just before you put pen to paper was absolutely amazing. I, I don't think I've realized, you know, what I was getting myself into because it for me, it, it was a dream. And, you know, when you have a dream, you don't know how far it will take you. Yeah. And being the first time, being on the plane, traveling so far, leaving everybody behind. I mean, wow. it was scary. At first, because I was wondering if where I'm going, you know, you know, what's the outcome is going to be. What it's going to be like. Yeah. Uh, uh, since I don't know where Leeds were, uh, I'll, I'll tell you a brief story because I went with the two guys. <laughs> I went with the two guys, one local, uh, a black guy and a white guy. And and uh, they were both uh, in f- into football. So we traveled two days to come to get to London. And I realized after, you know, sitting down in, in, in London and I'm thinking, but this overnight flight, 
so but I realized after that you know they bought cheaper flights so that they can come along <laughs> you know <laughs> they can be on that trip as well you know when being presenting but but what's great That's is that uh, so they they have a budget they have a budget just to get Lucas on the plane, on the plane. to go from South Africa <laughs> all the way to Leeds and they said no 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 we need to go to London and all these other places in between just so we can come too. <laughs> too as well, yes. So I went back to them and said, you guys, I, I know what you did. But what happened after, it was it was a shock because we got to Leeds, it's freezing cold. I mean, it's wet. <laughs> I don't know what to make out of the weather. It shocked to my system. And uh, I remember first day, and Phil was... Phil, Phil, Phil Masinga has already been there. I think they've went to uh, Malaysia on pre-season. And, uh, and I went with the guy, we went to the club uh, to meet uh, some of the guys, the local guys and the, the, the physios. And the first guy I met, what a gentleman, you know, uh, Chris Fairclough, Mamba. Oh my God, right. what a nice guy. And uh, met him at the ground, you know, take me around. And, and to be honest, I was still thinking about this weather, you know, I was getting uncomfortable <laughs> already the first day. How am I going to play in this? How am I gonna, yeah, but I mean, not how am I going to play. I mean, is football played in this kind of you know, conditions, <laughs> you know? But, uh, you know, when that contract, you know, when we signed that contract, it was nothing. I was never interested in what the contents of that contract, of the contract, of that, of mm-hmm. the contract you know? Mm-hmm. I just wanted to see myself in the uh, field playing football. Yeah. Jesus, the training was hard. Oh my God. <laughs> oh no. Oh. No, it was what it, was it, what was the hardest part about oh, the training then? The running. The running. <laughs> oh my I mean never mind waking up in the dark and braving right. the cold yeah. braving the cold weather. Yeah. You know, when running in that cold, oh it it got it under my skin. Oh, and uh, I remember, you know, I lived, uh, I stayed in Holbeck. Right. Yep. We stayed in the family in Holbeck, uh, the old old lady. And then we moved from Holbeck. We stayed in Beeston, uh, which for me, it was all a little familiar because of, you know, the surroundings, a little bit of Kasi uh, life, you know. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. And, right. uh, <laughs> and uh, but to be honest, I was getting depressed, you know, where, and uh, thinking of where I come from, you know, where it's nice and sunny, you know, you yeah. got friends, you know, and and you get <coughs> proper food. Sorry, you got proper food. <laughs> I, I, I I heard about your uh, your opinions yeah. on the on the Yorkshire food. Uh, <laughs> I mean, uh, uh, I, I, I remember. Come on, be honest, I remember, be honest. You know, uh, I didn't I didn't even know what it was. You know, it looked like <laughs> it looked like a dumpling, and I'm thinking, how do you eat this stuff? You know, there's a gravy, <laughs> there's beef. I mean, <laughs> I was crazy. I mean, so so what did you do? What did you do? Because obviously, the food from where you're from is pretty similar to um, West Indian food, Caribbean yes, food, I guess. Yes. There, there are a lot of similarities. And being in Beeston, Beeston's one of those places that has a few West Indian Caribbean West Indian places Caribbean, in there yes. as well. So did you did you tend to find yourself more so staying to, to what you know, similar, familiar foods to, to what you know? Or did you venture out a little bit more and try the Yorkshire pudding and 
and see how you get on. I, I, I tried a little bit, but to be honest, it wasn't working for me. You know, uh, <laughs> uh, because I remember, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't taste uh, what, what. There's no taste in eating all the food. So, 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 so you know, Chapel Town. <laughs> yes, so, yes, so we're very asking well. around. So we're asking around if maybe we, there's anywhere where we can get like. <laughs> Uh, we didn't be. We didn't want to be, you know, uh, uh, nasty about the like, food. You know, yeah, yeah, but not rude thought, or anything. You know, yeah. where can we get the, the different kind of food and you know, S- some flavor, <laughs> <laughs> some flavor. <laughs> so, so we went, we went to Chapel Town, get some absolutely brilliant uh, Caribbean food. It was, it was quite nice. But then, uh, at that time, I haven't even made it, you know, into the. Elite uh, mm. setups, and obviously we're trying to adapt and adjust, you know, to the environment, you know, uh, the weather conditions. It was it was quite tough. It was it was really tough. Uh, I mean, I've never seen so much rain. You know, uh, <laughs> it looked like we're living in the dark. Yeah. And to be honest, <laughs> come the time when towards Christmas, you know, and and you know what South Africa is like at that point is yeah. hot. You got friends. You got yeah, visitors coming all over. It's mm-hmm. sunny, and and then mm-hmm. I mean this cold, you know, dark, you know, miserable conditions. It was, it was, it was quite tough. It was, quite it was tough. tough. Yeah. I mean, what did you, what did you make of? Because uh, I, yeah, South Africa at that time is beautiful, beautiful, stunning weather. And you come over here and it's cold and, and snow. Like what were you, th- you actually had to play in snow. What was that like? I think me and Phil were asking each other. I mean, how, what is the actually, first of all, this is ice. Is it ice? <laughs> <laughs> you know, as it, as it, it's falling, we inside and we go outside and we're like standing there, you know, trying, you know, to catch the snow. I mean, we're thinking, <laughs> do, do we play, f- how do we play football, you know, in this kind of weather? But but firstly, because we were training, we and the guys were like wearing and we had to wear woolly hats and 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 everything else and gloves and scarves and, and gloves yeah, yeah. and everybody was like looking at us and thinking, I mean, it's not that cold. I'm thinking, guys, come on, <laughs> <laughs> can you see what's going on outside? So so me and Phil, I think there's a picture of me and Phil on our knees. You know, we're picking up the snow and, and stuff in train. <laughs> Just well, because we were so amazed, we've never seen something like that before. Um, and we were—I'm we, mm. telling—we were cold, we were yeah. freezing. Oh, you know, and once we done with the training, straight in those. Once we done anything, because I remember the guys were like, "Come on, we go out for 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 beer," you know, because that's what they were like. It was a mm-hmm. for, for 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 them, it's a culture, and we couldn't go. Anyway, <laughs> we, we were just in our jumpers, even inside the house, the jumper, you know, woolly head, sitting wow. next to the fire. It was, oh, no. yeah, it was a big adjustment. It was a big adjustment, you know, uh, uh, from where we come from. It was, it was quite hard, not just to the football, but to the to the conditions. First, it was, yes, yes it was, it was, it was testing. Eh? It was, it was really hard. I do. I do want to ask in light of that, and I'm I'm slightly jumping forward a little bit, and there's a few more bits I want to cover from that time. But when you started to establish yourself, there were clubs all over that wanted you. 
you know, in, in sunny, beautiful Southern Italy where you could have gone, um, you know, you could have gone to Spain or Turkey or all these places. So what, what is it about Leeds, despite the awful weather and the, and the, and the flavorless food? Like what, what was it that you said, actually, no, I, I do want to stay here. Uh, I think, you know, coming from South Africa, I didn't know any better, uh, you know, when, and I got to, to a place called Yorkshire. <laughs> right. You know, and uh, which the people were absolutely brilliant. I think the very the nicest people I've ever met. Uh, never mind the players. You know what I mean? The fans, because for me, the the one thing that I think that kept me going, it's seeing the fans and and getting in touch with the fans. You know, signing autographs, even if they didn't know who I was. <laughs> I was it. They know the bloke from. <laughs> it's a bloke from South Africa. <laughs> And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 the one that takes everybody's Achilles, <laughs> that guy. <laughs> but I think the biggest thing is that, you know, I've appreciated the club that got mm. me playing in the Premiership. You know, uh, welcomed me in, in, in warm hands and looked after me. I mean, they looked after me like nothing else. You know, I was... I was at home and I brought my family. I had I brought my family over as well. I brought my wife over as well, and I'm telling you, I didn't need anything. I mean, they looked after when I say everything, and for me, it was just to keep fit and come to uh, to the field. And and it was all about the loyalty, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I I think if we some uh, or anybody else, you know, uh, if they were interested in the money. I think they would have jumped for the offers abroad uh, yeah. uh, uh, in other uh, uh, yeah, bigger teams in Italy yeah. or, or, or whatever. But but for me, you know, I settled at the club, you know, where I feel that, you know, I am valued and people that love me and appreciate yeah. appreciated me. And, and even money, I wasn't even talking about the money, even the extensions of the contract. I wasn't really, to be honest, I was... I was happy to sign an extension to the contract to say, okay, three more years. Even if I went through tough times where during my first season, I had a a very bad uh, knee injury where it was a career-threatening injury. But, you know, coming through that, I got even better and stronger as a person, you know, and- Absolutely. And, 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 and I was adapting, you know, uh, to to the football and to living, you know, uh, you know, in a different country, you know, where I appreciate the people, you know, in how they love me unconditionally. You know, I come from a, a country where they look at <laughs> the color of the skin, but but there, you know, I was enjoying, you know, the uh, the banter with the boys. You know, I was one of them, and I was I was a Yorkshire man apart from, a, you know, uh, having to eat Yorkshire pudding and beef and <laughs> totally bitter and all that. Oh my God! <laughs> but it was an absolutely amazing time for me. I think we'll we'll let you off the Yorkshire pudding. You're still a Yorkshireman for me. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I appreciate most, you know, and that we still have that relationship going, which is brilliant. Incredible. Listen, I was, I've been in Leeds. We, we had a, a brief discussion earlier, Lucas, you and I, about what people from Leeds see and think about you. And we last year we went to the centenary dinner and, and we, like I mentioned, we had this chat slightly before, uh, slightly earlier. And I remember 
taking pictures with yourself and uh, so many other legends um, of the game. And, and, you know, I felt like I was in awe just being in and around all of you guys' presence. It was, for me, it was amazing to be able to, to rub shoulders and have a conversation with you guys as well. But the thing that really hit home to me about how much you're appreciated, loved at Leeds United was the following day. So I was walking in Leeds City Centre and and somebody came up to me and said, hey, you took a picture with Lucas. Is Lucas still here? Is Lucas in town? Is the chief in town? I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's he's in town somewhere, but uh, you know, it's, it's cool. And then I heard another person come up to me and said, hey, what? The chief is in town. And then another person, the chief is in town. It was berserk, literally in the space of a couple of minutes, 400 people and then a thousand people. And I got back to the, the hotel because I thought, ah, this is this is a bit too much for me. Got back to the hotel, thousand, two thousand people waiting at the hotel for for you, but but through me, and I was like, ah, this is great. Yeah, I'll take pictures with you. What's that, the chief? What uh, the chief's busy? Go on, come take a picture with me. <laughs> but like that just shows how much everybody still appreciates and respects everything you did for the club, but how much they respect you as a person as well. You know, it's it's amazing, absolutely amazing. Yeah, I, I think coming from from South Africa, you know, we're in a country where was known of apartheid and, and to mm-hmm. achieve that, which which it was uh, something that nobody has done. I mean, apart from uh, 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 there was one uh, player who, who, was, who came from South Africa, your Albert Johansson, mm-hmm. who, 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 who is really, I mean, impressed and, and, and did well. I mean, I think he was the black, he was the first black player from South Africa to play in the FA Cup or something. F- FA Cup, correct. FA yeah, Cup, sorry, yeah. Yeah. He's, big, he's got his pictures all over Ellen Road. Absolutely. Yeah. But, you know, you know, to realise that how they still, you know, uh, uh, remember and, and veer that... Uh, uh, the impact that he made. I mean, that was something else, you know, and mm. and that's the kind of people that you you taking into, you know. It's like you know, I mean, it's it's absolutely amazing. I mean, where 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 am I, you know? And 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 to be honest, when I was young, and I remember I was watching uh, Italia ninety, and I always thought, you know, footballers in that level, they're not human beings, you know. They're like. They live there in their own world. They've got their own world somewhere, you know? Yeah. And they yep, can't yep. be seen. But to be there, it was unbelievable. I mean, to be there, to be part of, you, you were saying, Jermaine, uh, 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 that, you know, at that, the 100 years uh, at the club. Centenary dinner. The yeah. centenary dinner. Looking around the room and see so many uh, people that have made the name Leeds United so great. It was, yeah. for me, it was a dream. Even if I've been there that long, I've spent 12 years, but still seeing Eddie Gray, seeing you guys, you know, that different generations, you know, uh-huh. of achievement at that club was, I was proud, you know, to have been, uh, to play that little part, you know, and, and, be, and be recognized <laughs> and be recognized <laughs> as one of the hundred people who were there. It was absolutely you know, uh, it was amazing, and, and 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 you know, I still felt that this is where I belong. You know, you, you know, in life you belong somewhere else, but I felt that this is where I belong, and this is the club that I still in love with, 
And the people around, I mean, people like Tony Dorego, you know, uh, uh, I'm not mentioning you, uh, Jermaine. <laughs> but, but, but the love, you know, the, you know, mm -hmm. people coming to you to hug you and shake your hand, you know, when Pete, yeah. uh, uh, Eddie Gray, you know, and it's, it's such emotional, you know, it was, for me, I felt like, you know, this is everything. You know, it's, it's Absolutely. I, I wish somebody from home was taking a picture just to see, you know, how just by playing, merely playing football and contributing towards the, the people of yeah. Yorkshire, you know, uh, mm -hmm. the footballing loving nation like that, adore you for something so small. I mean, it's, It's it's mm. it's it's it was it was it was absolutely great. I think it's it's something absolutely amazing. Do you know? I have to say that uh, actually, I think it's it's a two way street. In that you talking like that, that humility that you show, despite being one of our greatest players and an absolute legend, no no little bit. You played an enormous <laughs> bit in, in our club and yet you show this humility and almost surprise at people being in awe of you. I think that's what's always bled through in, in, in your career. Um, I think that's why you endeared yourself to every Leeds fan, but also to to fans of other clubs. There's just, you, you're just a player that, I mean, normally centre-halves are like, you know, they're mean and you want to hate them and And you, you know, did your bit on the pitch. But I, I don't think, there can't be anyone that, that hates Lucas Radebeek. They just can't be. You know, they're just like, you, you've just always shown this this incredible uh, sense of, yeah, I guess humility, but just that big smile you have. I think just everyone just fell in love with with that, I think. Yeah. No, I, I, I'd enjoyed the game. I, I enjoyed football. And, and I think uh, that got me out of a lot of things, you know, because for the, for the same name in the back of my shirt, for the people back home that I've represented, I mean, not just the family, but I'm talking about better players who were there, you know, and, 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 and my brothers and sisters who didn't have the opportunity. For me, this was, the, it was a dream come true. And, and to be honest, having stayed at Leeds for, For for that long, I, I, yes, I didn't I, I, I didn't want to leave, but uh, uh, you know it, it was sad, you know, to not been able to come back, and 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 I believe they've given me a lot, you know, and for me to contribute back to to the people that have really made me who I am. You know, uh, and not not only as a footballer, but as a person, because you know I've made a lot of friends. I mean, outside football, you know, uh, and uh, and it, uh, it, I was one of them, and it, it was absolutely amazing. And and football was, oh man, football was everything. Uh, football was everything. I mean, uh, when when I think about Ellen Road, when I think about training. That's why I just kick people in training because of the of of the of the attitude. For me, <laughs> it was once in a lifetime opportunity, you know, uh, to go and play football at the highest level and represent uh, South Africa, you know, and and be part of the history of the country, like Madiba uh, Nelson Mandela, 
you know, uh, I think they fought for the country. For me, that's the other way of me, you know, uh, fighting, you know, uh, uh, for mm-hmm. uh, for my country, which was absolutely amazing. Well, let's let's touch on that slightly because you know you you fought back from injury, which was a, a, a bad injury, uh, and then and then you managed to turn out in the African Cup of Nations oh. in South Africa, only just and only just, <laughs> but enough to win it. Whoa. <laughs> so look, you're there. You, you know, am I right in saying that as a as a young man, you were part of the protest against apartheid uh, back in South Africa. You were you were there on the front lines, and now here you are. You've won the African Cup of Nations, and Nelson Mandela is presenting the trophy. What what is that like for you? I think uh, when I uh, uh, when I reflect back and remember the day when we were going to hijack a car. And then the guy pulled up a gun, and the day I was uh, I was in Leeds and enjoying my football. I mean, it's I could I don't I don't know how I've managed to bridge and become mm-hmm. as lucky as as I did because I could have easily died, you know. I could mm-hmm. easily been maimed. I could you know I couldn't have realized uh, uh, my dream. You know, which 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 that, on its own, you know, it makes it made me appreciate life and appreciate what I was doing, and where I were uh, at, at that point in time. So it, for me, it was it was it was something out of this world, mm. you know, to have mm. had been able to have a relationship with the people from from another world. You know, mm-hmm. Madiba, Madiba has said that uh, a sport has got the power to change. And absolutely, it changed people in a way that he never thought, you know. Mm-hmm. And, 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 and honestly, coming from an injury 19, and Howard, I remember Howard Winkling saying, you know what, you haven't played even one reserve game for the club. And this is the career-threatening injury, so we can't risk you living, you know, for the Afcon. And mm. that, to be honest, it was a blow for me. Mm-hmm. But again, thinking about it now, they were preserving me. They were actually valuing me because he wanted me to recover and be part of Leeds United. But on the other hand, yeah, you know, there's a big event happening for the <laughs> first time. He's, it's historic. You know, for yeah. the country, and I want to be part of that. Yes, of course. I worked hard, Jermaine. Alan Sutton, to be honest, I, I don't, I don't think he he's seen such an enthusiasm. I mean, I came to training to to physio every day. Who's that, Sutty? Sutty, you know. <laughs> oh my God, he's, he's, st- he's still there when I was there. He's still gonna be there when oh. I'm. Everybody's long gone. So Alan Sutton, he's he's. One of the the head physio used to be one of the head physios, one of the head masseuses, and he he's got a nickname, Sausage Fingers, because yeah. <laughs> his fingers his fingers have muscles in them that I've never <laughs> seen in anybody. He gives the worst, hardest massages. I'm not a fan, but I love Sutty to bits, honestly. <laughs> what a guy! Oh yeah, what a guy! What a, an amazing time uh, in the physio room. As I'm saying, that he was the one who, 
uh, who, who who was tied up on the on one of the treatment table and 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 wheeled <laughs> and wheeled him out in the snow and lived lived him here lived lived him here we we left him here for about 10 minutes he was freezing cold <laughs> but 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 what an amazing time but you know during the time when the country is coming together Jermaine, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. when you see black and white coming together, when you, you feel the atmosphere that there's change, and you must realize that a year before, uh, the rugby team won the, the Rugby World Cup. Yeah. And now, you know, it's 1996. You know, we, we, we're hosting uh, 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 the Africa Cup of Nations for the first time. Mm. Oh, man. We had a great team, we had a fantastic team. And I remember when I was released to go, I begged Howard. I said, I will do everything. I'll take, I, I, I told Howard I'll take responsibility of whatever happens. If I break down, it's my it's my responsibility. And to be honest, uh, uh, Howard, you know, and, and Mick Hennigan let me off. Did he appreciate the cultural significance of it for you and for the country? Oh, oh that was something else. That was big. You know, yeah. I really appreciated that in a way that I know I couldn't miss it. What what about the what about the boss? Did the boss appreciate it as well? The boss appreciated it because of uh, Madiba and what we've really, uh, in a short period of time, what we've uh, uh, achieved as a country. Yeah, you know, and uh, and I remember he he did say that he had a spell in South Africa and he knew, you know, the conditions right. that we lived in and we come from, you know. So so he appreciated that and he said, you know what, one condition that they won't play you for the first game, the second game, and then possibly if if you manage to get through to the next round and they can bring you in <laughs> as a sub. And, and that's what happened. And I didn't play the first, uh, but the one thing that kept my spirit up is the unification, the people. You know uh, wow. the rainbow colors, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, and it, it, it was at the right time because people, Madiba was was the icon. People were looking after. You know, we had great leader leaders. You know, uh, at that time, and and to see the country coming together like that. I mean, we wouldn't have had the careers that we had, which was which was absolutely amazing. And 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 winning it. Oh man. Oh, is the worst part is that I was uh, after after the last game, uh, I was expected back <laughs> in Leeds. Oh, the, oh, the next day was was hard, but it was terrible. But this is the, this is what we were going to ask you because obviously there's a rumor floating around that obviously you guys maybe partied a little bit too hard and missed the flight home. <laughs> I, I heard I heard you turned your phone off as well. You're like, nah, I'm not interested. <laughs> to be nah, honest, just dead battery. I didn't know they were flying to that day, you know? Because <laughs> uh, I, I actually, I've managed to make it, you know, we're about two days late, but Phil was in big trouble. <laughs> he was never, he was, he was not, he was That's never great. found in South Africa until uh, the celebrations, <laughs> until the celebrations. And, <laughs> <laughs> but it was hit hard in the pocket, which I think for me, uh, and 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 for that club, when I got back, and uh, I remember uh, Howard Wilkinson got sacked, and then we got George Graham, mm-hmm. who came, and uh, already I was still battling to to be part of uh, of the starting eleven, never mind the squad, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, George gave me a break, a big, a massive break where, you know, he gave everybody an opportunity to play, and to be honest. 
since then I never looked back. You know, uh, I gave 100% every day, uh, whether it's training or, or in the game, it was the same. Yeah, and we could we could all see that and the fans could all see that. And I think that's one of the biggest reasons why you're referred to as as one of the ultimate Leeds legends, the, one of the nicest guys to have to, to have done the shirt. So we love you for that. Yeah. We love you for that. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and also actually what what you know, while we're still on the subject of of, uh, of Nelson Mandela, you I mean in, integral in bringing the great man to our great city. I mean, what was that like to to have Nelson Mandela coming to Leeds and just talking about you and and knowing that, that he's there, you know, part and parcel because of because of you setting, you know, being that trailblazer and and, and that and that connection between Mandela and Leeds that is now everlasting is thanks to in no small part to yourself. Like what what did that feel like? Oh, absolutely amazing. I mean, this that's a great statesman, you know, where was uh he 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 was inspirational, you know, to the world. And uh, mm. I remember on that day, you know, I was I was let off actually that morning for training, you know, and and to go and actually receive him, you know, mm-hmm. at, in, in, in the city. And uh I, I remember in the council, I think it's the city in the city center. Uh, there's a, a very posh building there. Where oh yeah, the very civic, important, civic hall. <laughs> the civic hall where the very important yeah. people, you know, uh, converge. But uh, I remember him coming in and I was at the far end and he was greeting everybody else and he stood right in front of me and he looked up and he said, ah, Mtim Kool. And that... That means, for me, it's a it's a clan name. It means a big tree. So so oh, when he wow. says "Wow, Tim Cool," I had had shivers all over. I had a, oh, a wow. lump on my throat. That's amazing. I'm telling you, I didn't know what to say. And by the time I realized what was happening, it gone. And then <laughs> <laughs> you missed the moment. <laughs> but but the, the, the best thing is that you know I had to introduce him to the crowd. Uh, in that's uh, outside the stage, you know, and he invited me and my wife and my little boy, you know, uh, in in his uh, he was at the Queens in in his room, you know, just to sit with him and yeah. have coffee. Oh, absolutely, wow. what a moment! That's amazing. What a moment! What was your first question you ask him when you when you're sitting in the in the Queens with him? Oh, I, I, was, I still couldn't get a word out. I mean, you can imagine the man is here. I mean, I was <laughs> oh, in awe. No. My jaw was like, <laughs> you know, it was. Wow. <laughs> and and uh, I remember he he actually spoke first, you know, saying, Tim Cooley. Mm. I was I said, you know, Tata, uh, because we, I used to call him Tata. So I used to call him Tata. And, you know, right. Tata, you know why? Uh, this is where I am, and the people here are absolutely amazing. You know, we we chatted, and and he said how proud he was for me to have made it, you know, uh, to this city, and he never thought he will come, you know, uh, to a place like this, invited in that great city, and it was an amazing time. I think I don't know what else he said because I was just in awe. I was like. Yeah, of course. You know, where uh, uh, my wife as well was there, and we take we took uh, a few pictures there. I mean, absolutely. Since then, oh. we were very close, and and he used to invite me for tea when I'm back home. 
wow. you know, and, and we used to talk, but it inspired, inspired us. That's why we said, Judy, uh, when we won the Africa Cup of Nations, we, we, we won it because of the Madiba magic. Because uh, mm. his other name is, is Madiba. So, so yeah, his yeah. magic worked well throughout that because if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have hosted the Africa Cup of Nations. Mm -hmm. You know, we wouldn't have the opportunity that we have, especially now. So, so, so the Madiba magic still living among us. Absolutely. You know, which, which was, which is absolutely amazing. I mean, to have had that kind of relationship with such a, a great uh, uh, man, you know, and who has touched the world, you know, in a different way. You know, I, I even like obviously you grow up, uh, you know exactly who Nelson Mandela is, but it, it's very difficult, sort of as a, as a young white person, I suppose. It's very difficult to appreciate just the, the majesty of the man and what he achieved. And 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 it wasn't until I I worked in South Africa. Yeah, and appreciated you know everything, and I happened to be there um, when when he sadly passed away, and and oh, yeah. as, as horrible as a time it was, I feel so fortunate to have been in that country when that happened because the outpouring of emotion that came—it's very difficult for me to appreciate. I, I can't think of any leaders uh, that, that would have such a response to, to, to their death and, and to see everyone white and black coming together in this, to grieve, mm. at, but to celebrate an incredible life. And, and it made me want to educate myself about him and, um, and speak to my colleagues in South Africa about him and, and, and what he did. And, and now, now that I know that, now that I've experienced that looking back, I want to thank you for bringing that man to my to my city. That that we now have that that endearing connection. I I just think you're such a wonderful ambassador for Leeds. You know, you're not from Leeds, but you might as well be now. And and yeah, yeah, that's just, my like, that's it, my number one country now. Leeds, you know? <laughs> and I just yeah, thank you for that, Lucas. Thank you for making that a, a thing that I got to experience in my life. No, I think I think to be honest, I think Leeds. You got to thank the club uh, for for taking. I think Howard. I always say it. I said for taking a gamble, you know, uh, in mm. bringing me to to the to to the club. I mean, I, I remember at some point I, I was warming up, and there were fans singing, "Who are you? Who are you?" Until five years later. <laughs> 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 but 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 it's just great memories. I mean, it was absolutely unbelievable. I, I think, you know, uh, I had the best time of my life. In, in my career, you know, uh, in Leeds, and I've always said that I've only played for four clubs in my in in my life. I've, it was it was an amateur club in Deep Kloof, mm -hmm. and then it is ICL Bets United in Buputatswana, and there's Kaiser Chiefs, and then and then Leeds United, and that's it. You know yeah. that that for me, it makes things easier as well as if I have to talk about 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 the club, you know. And uh, unlike you, Bex, who have played for great for more or great teams over there, I mean, I mean, it shows uh, what a great player you were, you know. But I, I would have loved to have played for many, many more years at Leeds United, many, many more years, honestly, because it's 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 a football club and it's a massive, massive football club. But more so than that, it's a family. Yes, and from the the very first day that I signed, I felt welcome. I felt like I'd I'd just got this humongous 
extended family and I've just been welcomed with open arms um, by pe- people like Peter Loxwood, who goes by the name Sticks. Obviously, oh, Sticks, Alan Sutton yes. as well. I know Sticks yeah, exactly. Well. Yeah, great guy. You know, and and so many more guys and girls, security guys and girls, the the, the girls that work in the canteen, in the canteen. Um, right. Like literally, everybody just made you feel like you've been there for years, and they they made you welcome, and that's how I felt. And I think. You know, a big part of it was down to to yourself and and to people that that were very similar to yourself as well, open hearted, kind people, um, and people that gave their everything every day in training and in the matches. You know, I think that was that's a massive, massive key to it. Um, briefly talking, because you mentioned um, one of your proudest moments for Leeds. What was it like? Because we we had this chat with with Don Matteo about his time at the San Siro. Obviously. Um, when we played uh, when we played against AC Milan, I asked him a question. I said to him, uh, because like, obviously when you play football, everybody says to you, oh, do you remember that time at, at the San Siro? What was it like for you playing at San Siro? I, I, as much as I would like to know that question, I know the answer to that question. But what I asked Dom was, what was it like for you when you were stood in the tunnel waiting to come out and you look and you see the famous red and white shirts? And this is exactly the same question I put to Dom last week. You saw the famous red and black shirts to your right or your left, whichever side they were. You're standing in the tunnel and you're looking out and you can just see a small fraction of the fans in front of you, but you can hear the 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 roar of all the fans. You can, you're about to walk out onto another phenomenal um, arena, phenomenal pitch with, with untold amount of history against these world-class football players. What did it feel like that moment to you? You know, uh, Jermaine, it was surreal. You know, I was thinking, if is this happening to me? You know, when you pinch yourself and you're thinking, but yeah, that's it's me. I'm here. You know, you mm. you know, I got goosebumps all over. I'm about <laughs> to to enter. You know, one of the famous arenas. You know, in football, mm. against one of the greatest teams. You know, and I, when I thought about it, I thought about George Weah. You know, I thought about. You know all those guys who ah oh, oh man yeah. it was ah oh, oh. it, it was I, I mean <laughs> it was it was it was absolutely amazing and I, and I looked back in the team I think we were really like you know that stadium had an aura you know in itself yes and, and absolutely wa- and walking out ah oh, it was a dream you know. It, I felt like this should last, you know, at least five days, you know, <laughs> no, forever. <laughs> and, and to be honest, not it, ninety minutes. <laughs> just ninety minutes was too short. But, but, but the, the the great thing is that you know, even today, talking about it, I still get goosebumps, and and I can still mm. live those great memories, you know, uh, that that I've, I've taken, you know, from from those days, and absolutely amazing. And I always talk to the kids and said, you know, football is not about money. Football is about mm. who you're playing against because who you're playing against, that makes you the best that you can be. And having, mm-hmm. given that platform, you know, on those great stadiums, I mean, that showed, that that means something, you know, for you as an individual, you know, for taking for for taking part, you know, in that certain event. It's people who will die for that just to not not just to to be there, but just to be just outside the stadium, but to be yeah. part, 
be a, one of the 11 players that will be washed by millions. I mean, it's there's nothing like that. There's nothing that wow. that surpassed that. I, absolutely amazing. And I will I will forever <laughs> be grateful for those moments. Each and every moment, you know, in in the in the Champions League, you know, from <laughs> Allen Road to AC Milan, ah oh, man. As a footballer, wow. where you know, that's the things that you you pride yourself with, you know that mm-hmm. you know. Never Absolutely. mind what whatever comes with it. <laughs> wow. Wow-y. Now I I hate to do it, um, <laughs> but being Leeds United, we can't talk about the ups without talking about the downs. The downs, yeah. Uh, so you know, obviously, not long after that, the implosion of the club. How frustrating for you was it as captain? Um, uh, it, before you, you know, when you started to get a lot of injuries and, and setbacks towards, and, and, and you saw the club in decline and, and not being able to, did you feel frustrated at not being able to help as much as you would have liked to have done in those last couple of years? It was tough because I remember that I'd play in some of the games, you know, not been fit mm. to play. Mm. And, mm. Uh, you know, I, I wasn't fair uh, with myself. I wasn't honest with myself at some point, but... You know, I felt that, you know, uh, the energy from the players, from the club as a whole, that I have to be part. You know, I wanted to play every game, you know, even when my knee was hanging, I would have loved to have played. But that's how much it meant to me, you know, to a point where, yes, it was frustrating not to, to come to training because of the injury, I had to sit upstairs in the physio room and watch the boys train. It was tough. And to miss yeah. games, not being part of the game, I hated sitting in the stands and watching uh, the boys play. And I, I'd rather be in the field of play uh, rather than, 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 than sitting out there. And it was so frustrating in a way that when I was given like four weeks to recover, I would recover in like two weeks and then yeah and then come and and play i remember at some point i had an injection on my back i mean i had i had three concussions you know where i would have retired right that's why today i can't even think properly sometimes i got blank moment oh, <laughs> sometimes wow. i just it gets black Ooh. it gets dark <laughs> is that Dubery's <laughs> fault is it <laughs> but but no no but i remember at some point uh, we were playing spurs uh, at Allen road and we had a clash of heads with uh, les ferdinand oh yeah mm. and then and then i ended up in hospital Apparently during the game I was in the in the in the doctor's room I asked for George Graham, which then he was a opposite manager. Right. <laughs> Jeez. Wow. Oh my god. And and apparently he came to see me. I don't know what I've said to him. And I woke up in hospital the following day, had a, like a big uh, placard on top on, on the top of the door saying Leeds three, Tottenham zero. And I asked the nurse, I said, but why you put that thing? They said, I was asking the score. Since I arrived at the hospital, I've been asking <laughs> the, the results. So, <laughs> so, and they just got fed up. <laughs> so they just got fed up and just put it up. <laughs> yes, wow. That's brilliant. Wow. So some of those, those are the memories. But 
I don't regret mm. those. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. I, I've got scars on my Achilles, on my knees, and I look at that, and I'm proud that I got those yeah. scars doing I'm what I love most. Yeah, I'm, I'm exactly the same. I, like I, I could tell you where all of my scars have come from and which games and, and whether we won or lost or drew or whether I scored or... or <laughs> I, I could tell you about all of them. It's the same. I, I, I can only imagine and assume it's the same for yourself. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I mean, uh, I think football was a big part of my life and my family, mm. you know, and it mm-hmm. still plays a, a massive part in the country as well. You know, I mean, it's a tradition, you know, when, uh, I, I mean... Uh, people who, when they see me in the street, they they see me as a footballer. They don't see me the man, you know, or an ordinary person. They see a footballer, you know, and and always have links with. Ah, did you see Leeds United back in the Premier League? You know, did you see? Mm, you know, mm. you know, it's which which is absolutely amazing. You know, even today that people can still revere you uh, in that way. You know, where they yeah. appreciated. The contribution, you know, uh, where people have sacrificed lives, you know, uh, you know, to achieve something, which is which is amazing, which is which is which is thanks to to, to God that you know He gave me, you know, where yeah, the opportunity, you know, to have played football and 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 football be what it is, you know, to the people and 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 and, and the aspiring uh, footballers. In, in the world. Amazing, right? Lucas, I could I could sit here and, and lis- listen to you talk all literally all day. Easily. Um I Because just... I'm talking to great people there. You know, they they you know, it's easy. <laughs> and this this is the thing that we love. This is what we, we try and get as well on our podcast. And as much as we wanna keep peppering you with more and more questions and, and get lots of, of different answers, I think we're gonna throw out a couple more questions and then We'll wrap it up because we'll, we'll let you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I want to ask you between your best Leeds United side and the current Leeds United side. Uh, look at your look yeah. at your face, yeah. right? So it's, it's a two part question. Firstly, which team do you think would would win and why? And the second, <laughs> I know, I know. And secondly, what similarities do you see between um, between the Leeds United back then? in your heyday and this current crop of, of Leeds United players? No, I think, first of all, I think the last question, uh, in terms of the similarities, I think I think the, the, the work ethic, you know, uh, I think the individuals that are at that club, they mm-hmm. bought in into the history of that club and they realised what it, what it means to play uh, uh, for, for Leeds United. I spoke to... Uh, 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 to Liam Cooper, uh, I, I speak yeah. to him uh, now and then. And to be honest, yeah. the way you know they are so passionate about the club is uh, they're not dirty as that. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. Not VAR. Yet. You're not allowed. You're not allowed because VAR. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, but but to hear them speak so fondly about this club, you know, with, mm. with that passion. You know, I think that's one thing that, that we have, you know, in common. And and talk about not just uh, uh, the, 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 the team, talk about the fans. Talk about Ellen Road itself, you know, as a, as a venue. You know, it's absolutely uh, amazing. But, but 
as well to the chairman. I mean, oh, you could see the chairman that is Adrian. Uh, you can see that you know he knows why he's at the club, and he knows where he's taking the club. I mean, by bringing mm. Bielsa first of all, and and such a great money genius. Oh, yeah. amazing, amazing. Uh, and 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 again, that's another. The second one is the, the, the first one is difficult. Man. They've got quality. They have quality. Right. I think they. I'm going to rephrase. I it. think they're fast. I'll rephrase the question then. <laughs> Can you see um, this current crop of Leeds United players becoming legends in their own right by reaching Europe within the next, uh, let's say, two to three years? You know what? While Marcelo is there. Mm-hmm. I believe that they will reach, they will play in Europe soonest. Yeah. And we've got, yeah. we've got Liam Kupu's already played 200, 200 odd games for the club. Yeah. Do you know? And amazing. Uh, absolutely amazing. You know, and, and look at Alioski, you know, the character. You know, what a character. It reminds me of Gary Kelly those days. You know what I mean? Oh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. What he is. Character. So for anybody that doesn't know Alioski or have never seen any videos or encountered him, he is probably one of the craziest characters you will ever meet. Ever. Like, yeah. he, there's there's no filters. There's no boundaries. There's no there's no cares. He's, it, he's just, he's amazing. He's so funny. Oh, but yeah. I think he could be a little bit of a pest and a pain in the behind if you're encountering him on a consistent basis like the boys at Leeds. I don't think anybody wants to room with him on an away <laughs> game if, if, you know, if that's anything to go by. <laughs> but you don't want to play against him either, do you? Uh, no. <laughs> you put it nicely. Yeah. But, but, but to be honest, it'd be, it'd be absolutely amazing, I, I think. Mm. And, and I, I could see in the way they play, you know, as the players that, you know, yes, these guys, they, they're poised. They want to, to to play in Europe. I think the chairman as well, I, I could see that now he he's investing heavily, you know, uh, mm. and the club, and that shows his intention, you know, uh, yeah. with Leeds United, with, which, yes, I think it's possible that in the next possibly five years, possibly they would, have, they, they would be in Europe. Uh, and which will be an absolute uh, achievement, you know. When uh, and uh, and uh, I, I, I will come over for that. Yeah, I, I would love to watch a game with you, Lucas. I'd love to watch some European nights. Oh, oh, oh. it would the be three absolutely of us. amazing. You know, uh, that the noise, the, the the that that stadium generates some oh. different atmosphere. Jermaine, I mean, when you scored. You know, uh, you know, especially in front of the cop there, man. That is special. It's, that stadium is special. You know, that is special, and that's that's again, it's another goosebump moment. Moment. Um, I, I was I was super fortunate to have to have scored 84, 85 goals when I was playing for Leeds. Uh, which, which, do you know what? That makes so you a legend. A question. Ah, get out of here. <laughs> Absolutely. So here's a question for you, because we we struggled. So we, we've we been looking um, all over the place. We've been doing research and we've been trying to find out how many goals you've actually scored for Leeds United. And we could only find, bizarrely, one. Uh, how, can you, how can you find one? Wikipedia said zero and we no. said no way, no, no chance. You, you have to dig deep. <laughs> you have to go back to Herevian. Oh, yeah, 
When I scored that goal, right. sitting down. <laughs> that is, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> right. We had heard that. That is what we heard. You, you, you know, you 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 got Ronaldinho. You got all these great uh, centre forward to score great goals. But the ones that I've scored, they mattered most. Yeah, absolutely. The, the goal against Spartak Moscow at home. Mm-hmm. You know, the goal I scored in the FA Cup uh, against. Um, Uh, one of the championship teams. Um, I mean, uh, I mean, uh, absolutely amazing. Uh, especially, I, I think when I think about the one in Hervian, you know, the agility there and the technique. Who can can do that? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I've, actually, actually, I have it there. Look at that, Stephen McFain. And here's one I made earlier. <laughs> Look at that. I love it. That is classic. Against Partizan Belgrade. Excellent. That's amazing. Excellent. I love that. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to get on Reddit, your Wikipedia right now. I'm going to change have to, that. Do you have to go that deep, eh? Outrageous. That's good though. Hey, it's worth it. <laughs> but 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 I think the the big one is when I went in goal against Man United. It was amazing. Oh, we yeah. all love that. Yeah, we all love that. You know the same was, as would, when you scored against Man United, beat them one nil at Old Trafford. I'm must, mine is you my them. moment as well. I think your achievement is much better than my one. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. Not a lot of Leeds players scored uh, and and win the game, the mm. winning goal mm. against Man United. Oh, we'll do it this season. It'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> easy this year oh, yeah. no but uh, but uh, absolutely amazing time uh, uh, at the club I mean some amazing characters as well you know the one, uh, where, uh, that I met I mean Kels Kels <laughs> you know is one person yeah. that uh, I'll never forget I mean uh, uh, Dubes uh, Jason Wilcox you know uh, Seth Johnson McPhail David Batty amazing, amazing guys you know it's a hell of a team I know it was I know, eh? When some people, you know, they can mention Cristiano Ronaldo and all that, they might mention <laughs> the best of Leeds United, you know what I mean? What an ambassador, what an ambassador for the club. Whoever played for that club, Jermaine, they know what it means. Exactly, exactly that. And and it, it, it's deep grained, deep ingrained as, as well. Um, what I wanted to do quickly before we wrapped up, um, you've, got, you've got a wealth of charities that you support and that you follow. Um, that you put your name to. What we normally do is, is try and wrap it up with, you know, uh, a shout out to those charities and and just a, a brief, just a little bit of information on on them and and why you you like to follow them and, and what they mean to you. So if you've got if you've got a, a couple that you wanna you wanna just throw out there, just yeah, I, I think one of them is the Cancer Association, which is which is close to my heart, and I think I think you know, uh, Jermaine, that uh, you know. Uh, You know, it affected me personally. You know, uh, uh, with uh, with losing my wife to uh, to cancer while we in Leeds, and yeah. uh, and uh, and uh, I remember donating some of the money to 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 uh, St James. You know, in one mm-hmm. of the the the, the cancer ward, yeah. and uh, um, I had, I had, there was a there was a a, 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 a the charity in in Boston Spa, uh, Lineham Farm. Where they yeah. where they have two horses, one they call it Lucas, the other one they call it Rateb. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing, huh? you know. I mean, 
I mean, uh, uh, SOS Children's Village is here, back here in South Africa, you know, uh, for the fact that those orphanage, those those orphans as little as uh, five-year-olds, few mm-hmm. months old orphans, you know, which which is sad when I realize they haven't even realized their careers, you know, and already, you know, they're mm-hmm. up against, you know, the world. And, um, oh, man, there's a, a Reach for, for a Dream Foundation, you know, where they actually make they, they make dreams come true for those young boys who who are aspiring you know or who are inspired you know by mm-hmm. footballers actresses and 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 and, and stuff which is absolutely yeah. amazing and 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 to be honest you know the ones that it's closed at at my house you know uh, so where to for the aged you know where they look after the 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 old age then and to be honest, I had to say, you know, uh, uh, to to uh, gift of the givers who, through my project, you know, with the Itihatebe tournament, we be able, you know, to give opportunity to the school kids, you know, who was yeah. to play football like we did when we started a, a, at school, you know, not just to play football, but and and not maybe wanting to be footballers, but learning the values in the game to be somebody, you know, to be a, a future leaders or to to whatever careers they embark on, you know, they can use those same values, which is absolutely amazing. And and that for me, it made me who I am. And I like and, and through football, I was introduced to charity with which even today, if you see there's a there's there's a hospital in the township called Paraguanath Hospital. It's one of the biggest hospital, uh, 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 biggest hosp- government hospitals where you see all sorts. And there's a there's a, a cancer ward there with kids, uh, oh, young, you know, with different type of cancer. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. So sad, but you know, as I said, you know, you know, people say, yeah, but you inspire us, but it's not us who inspire, but they're the ones who inspire mm-hmm. inspire us. You know, we have mm. everything that we want. You know, when those kids are suffering, it, it it really gets me going, and it really inspires me. You know, to even do better. You know, yeah. in life, yeah, I consider very lucky to be able to have been able to to play football as a job. One of the charities that we're highlighting this week, um, actually, it's coincidentally. Um, I went to a sports college in Leeds um, called St. Mary's and um, they have uh, the, the Bambi Sanani partnership um, with uh, a school in KwaZulu-Natal in South Africa. And so, and that is basically a partnership that uses sport um, to try and help these kids out of, out of poverty. And um we're going to put a link to the bambasanani.partnership.org. We're going to put a link in the in the um, in the bio, hopefully, so people can check that out. But uh, yeah, it's kind of just alluding to what you said that using sport as an opportunity um, for for people to realise their potential um, in 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 a, in a place that otherwise they might not be able to. Um, and so we're gonna. That's that's one that's one charity we're really focusing on this week. Um, and just coincidentally, with yourself being from South Africa, so. That's oh nice. yeah, that's great. No, that's brilliant to hear. <laughs> My brother, Lucas, thank you very, very much, mate. It's been 
inspiring to say the least you're a, you're an to say the least, exceptional honestly. man i mean from 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 what you've achieved in your career from from what humble beginnings you came from to what you're now giving back uh i just wow what a story um these just keep getting better and better i don't i thank you so much for your time it's a pleasure and it's an honor to have had me on your show and you know to share with all those people and 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 make them realize that you know what we think of them and we still hold them dearly in our hearts for for the Absolutely. support that they've had all along i really appreciate of that. course also um before we go lucas has his own show that he 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 covers as well so would you like to give a quick shout on that and yeah we've got a podcast as well that uh, that we me and the other jermaine you know uh, from South Africa <laughs> that uh, that we, we're doing you know and it's absolutely amazing obviously for the same reasons that you know we've got one to reach the the greater popular uh, uh, population you know and get and give them the insight you know which is on a platform which is africa uh, sportschannel.com africasportschannel.com that's, that's africasportschannel.com yeah and then we're on social media as well you know uh, uh, every, every day so 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 we try and and get out there and actually you know get the people you know the knowledge uh, or, or even the opinions you know of what we thought because for me it's it's amazing to hear what people thought of us or think of us, you know, even after football, and 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 it's absolutely amazing. Well, we'll we'll get that link in the uh, in the description so people can check that out. Absolutely, hundred yeah, percent. Thank you very much. Yeah, thank you. Once again, thank you so 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 much for your incredible stories, your amazing insight, and for the amazing work that you're you've done in the past and that you continue to do. You're you're a, you're a true inspiration. So we just want to say thank you very much for for being on our podcast, doing the leads. Thanks, 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 Matt. Thanks, Jermaine, and love to the family. Doing a Leeds is a lovely stuff production produced by Dave Cribb and Will Wood. Music by Dave Cribb. <laughs>